0: 2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you're an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9th. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-leadership-meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Well, Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Holly Turry, and I'm the host for this uh, hoedown this afternoon with um, Vespero. And before we get started with uh, Mr. Miller, who will be presenting, I want to tell everybody how to raise their hands so that they can get their vitally important questions answered. Okay, if you're on an IBM PC, I mean, IBM, Windows PC, to raise and lower your hand, it's Alt-Y. To mute and unmute, it's Alt-A. Okay, if you're on a Macintosh, to raise and lower your hand, it's Options-Y. And to um, mute and unmute, it's Control Shift Control.
2: Oh, oh. it is Alt A. No, on, on the on the PC on the on the iPhone, I believe there's a button. No, it's on the. I'm all talking about the, the Mac. Oh, the I'm Mac. totally lost. Then I'm sure it's no. Command something though. It's
1: Command Shift A. To my to, so to on the on the. To mute and unmute on the um, Macintosh, it's Options Y. And to raise, I mean, I mean, to mute and unmute, it's con- op- it's, con- well, anyway, y'all got it. I'm sure you did. Okay, for the i, for the map, for the um, phone, it, the smartphone, it's and you go to More in the lower right hand corner of the screen and tap on that. Go back, back, back. And you tap on raise hand. And then to mute and unmute, it's in the lower left-hand corner. And um, for, your, for your old-timey phones that are uh, push button, to raise and lower your hand, it's star nine. And to mute and unmute, it's star six. And since I totally messed this up, let's, tr- let's do this real quick again. For the PC, to raise and lower your hand, it's alt Y to mute and unmute it's alt a to on the macintosh to raise and lower your hand it's options y and to um do the uh mute and unmute it's command shift a phew you do it you do it enough times over and over you can get it right thank you for your patience everybody and i'll turn this over to mr miller take it away sir
2: well, uh, this is Ron Miller. I'd like to welcome everybody to the hoedown. <laughs> and you did a fine job, Holly. It was no problem. Um, you got a lot more of those than I have memorized. I have to look at my notes when I do things like that. So we are going to have, hopefully, a fun afternoon together. And um, we're going to be talking about working remotely in 2022 with Braille and JAWS. Um, And the the label says tools and most critical features. Um, I don't know if it's the most critical features, but I wanted to just sort of touch on uh, a number of different things that you might want to use and might want to to know about. Now, I'm going to warn you, this is not, not, not an in-depth training on any of these topics. So you may go away frustrated because I'm going to mention some things and then move on to something else. And you're going to think to yourself, hey, I want to know more about this. So, what I'm going to do if I am able? Oh, if it doesn't, if it lets me, it just belonged at me here. Um. Oh, I can't. I can't send. Oh, because you're recording, huh? I can't send to the. Um, I can't send to the chat, can I? Hello, Holly. I've lost Holly. What did
1: you say? What did you say, sir?
2: <laughs> I said, I can't send to the chat, can I?
1: Um, I think you can.
2: I'm h and nothing's happening. So.
1: Oh, uh, well, what, want me to try and see what if I can get any better? Alt-H, you said, right?
2: That's what I did, yeah.
1: And I'm doing the same thing. Oh, well. Oh, great.
2: Okay, that's all right. I think it's because we're recording and stuff. Okay. But, um... I will just tell you what I would tell you, and uh, I will actually tell you um, uh, a little bit later on. Since I can't send it to you in the chat, what I'm going to do is um, just do a bit of a teaser and not tell you anything right this minute. (laughs) So you might say that's not fair, and you're probably right, but it is kind of what it is, right? Okay, so we're going to talk about tools that I use here. At Miller's Manor, in my corner office, and I've said it before, this is a corner office because it is where my desk and all of my communications gear is set up for fun—my ham gear and other stuff—and it's in the corner of the guest bedroom, so it becomes the corner office if I'm working. So, here in the corner office, this is the—these are the kinds of things I use uh, when the when the need arises. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the first thing we obviously i think a lot of us are using is zoom and there's been a huge increase uh... in the use of zoom over the last two years i i, I had not really heard of zoom before uh... twenty twenty rolled around the pandemic began to happen and oh boy Wham obama everybody was using zoom they were zooming like crazy and uh... as as time went on of course people were frustrated with the level of accessibility um, the the folks, the Zoom Inc. folks, and also uh, Vespero, we began to work more to make the, the platform accessible, and not to leave anybody out. I I believe it was Brian Hartgen and some others actually did some custom scripts. Yes, uh, that were that were Zoom related. Yeah, and yep. so a lot of people jumped in here and did a lot to um, to make Zoom work. Now, one of the things I began doing very quickly using Zoom was I turned speech off and just started using Zoom with my braille display only. And I found that a whole lot more conducive. I know a lot of people can't do that, but I'm going to talk to you about doing it. Um, Remember, remember, if you're using a focus braille display, right shift M will will toggle your speech mute on and off or uh, uh, speech on demand, depending on what you've got. But announced events, tend to appear on the braille display there's a very few that don't I'll talk about the one that I know of that doesn't but otherwise um, you can mute your speech you can still function Um, if somebody's put in the waiting room you're going to know it if people text you're going to know it all that stuff that you hear JAWS see JAWS see JAWS say um, you will know about so for example if you've got a uh, a thing that pops and says uh, Ron Miller's in the waiting room, that'll appear in Braille, and you can immediately uh, you can take action and bring them in. If somebody's in the waiting room, and I can do this on my Braille display, you can press F six uh, when you see the announcement, and that that moves you into that announcement dialogue. Now, here's the thing to know: you're going to see a blank. I can't talk to you. You're going to see a blank Braille line. It's not going to. To, to tell you that you're now in that dialogue to control what's happening in the waiting room. But if you press tab, you'll move to the admit button. Um, if you keep pressing tab, there's you can, you can throw them out of the waiting room, which I've never done to anybody. Um, so that does show up in braille. So uh, you press the F6. If you've got an announcement that somebody's waiting or some bodies are waiting and Tab once, and you'll see admit, and it'll it'll show up as a button, the BTM designator, okay? And you can then just press spacebar on it because it's a button. So let's talk about some of the commands. Uh, Holly, very graciously, just did a lot of those for you, Um, obviously, to mute and unmute. And I'm gonna share my PC. Give me just a sec here. So one of the things you'll notice as you tab around is a lot of times you'll hear the hot keys. Mute, currently unmuted. ALT plus A button. So you saw, you heard ALT A, and on my braille display I've got literally what you heard, mute comma, currently unmuted comma, ALT plus A.
3: Audio settings button drop down. Start video left paren ALT plus V right paren button.
2: Okay, so we're in the Zoom uh, screen, Audio or in mute. this case the webinar screen, and we talked about how to mute. Okay, that's very handy, ALT A. Now if you are a host and you want to mute and un or unmute everybody, uh, everybody except the host. You want to mute them or unmute them. You can press Alt plus M. Now that only works if you're a host. If, you, if you're if you a guest and somebody's being obnoxious and they annoy you, <laughs> you can press Alt M forever and it, it doesn't affect anybody and they'll still be annoying. But if you're the host um, and somebody shows up and Oh, I don't know, the dogs are barking in their background and Wheel of Fortune is talking and Jaws is talking and you go, man, we just can't have that. You can press Alt-M to mute everybody. We talked about raising and lowering your hand it was with uh, Alt-Y. <clears throat> if I wanna show the in-meeting chat panel like I tried to do, it's Alt-H, okay, which we know doesn't work if you're recording. I think there's some laws in Europe and things or something. Uh, somebody told me why and I forgot and I apologize. If you wanna show the participants panel, Okay, Alt U. So if I do Alt U,
3: participants left paren twenty six right paren. Oh,
2: a whole bunch of us here today, and you can up and down arrow through that. Now, normally, I do that without speech.
3: Holly Turi, left paren host right paren. Larry Gasman, Ron Miller, Holly Turi, Larry Gasman. Partic- computer that's, audio that's unmuted, that's video off. Well,
2: I'm not going to beat this to death, but. I could go in and I could actually select attendees and we'd see all of your names. Okay, let's go ahead and escape to dismiss that. Okay, Uh, to enable or disable alerts. If you want want to hear the alerts that are being spoken, so if somebody's entered the room, somebody's left the room, somebody's posted in the chat section, uh, you're going to press Alt-Windows-S, Alt-Windows-S. Alerts disabled. Now for me, I just disabled them. Um, and I, I should have done that. Normally, I do that because as questions start to pop, um, it'll start to talk in my ear. If I'm not using speech, I turn that on and it just, it, all those things hit my braille display and I can see things happening. And that's pretty handy. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if you want to hear what the most recent alert is or see it in braille, you can press Alt Windows A and I'll give that a try here. You have started screen share. Okay. So that's the last alert I got. And again, that, that came up on my, on my Braille display, and then it went away. It came up as a flash message. So mine are set for two seconds. I see them, then they go away. Um, their default, I think, is five seconds, which for me is painfully long. <laughs> if you want to know whether uh, alert announcements have been ena- enabled or disabled, and you don't want to do, um, you know, you, you don't want to actually toggle them off. The, you don't want to do Windows Alt S. Okay, you don't want to have it say disabled. You're like, oh, I, I just disabled them. You want to re-enable them. So you want to just know whether they've been disabled or not. You just want to check. Um, you can press Control F9. Control F9. Alerts disabled. Okay. All alerts will be automatically spoken and when you press Control plus one through to Control plus zero. Okay, so it tells you that. And that, again, you've now heard some, some cool Uh, keystroke commands because if you want to review the last 10 alerts or messages that have popped in you literally press control 1 all the way up through control 0 which would be 10 okay Um, if you press that command twice quickly okay um, it'll virtualize that that message so let's say somebody has posted something to the chat Um, uh, they've got a long comment you really want to know what they said Okay, then let's say it was, uh, it was the 8th alert, so I could do control 8 twice quickly. And this does work on your focus. I tried it on my focus keyboard. you got to be nimble of finger to do it, but it's doable. And uh, what it'll do is it'll virtualize that for you, so you can read that at your leisure. Uh, other messages popping won't bother it. It won't move things around. And that gives you the ability to read uh, maybe long content and, um, and check that out. Plus, if you virtualize it, you can copy it, uh, you know, select it, copy it, paste it somewhere else if you want to. If you only want to know um, about chat messages that are coming in, okay, um, when you press Control-1 through Control-0, you can press Control-F5, Control-F5 to toggle that. And if you want Zoom to announce who's currently talking, you can press Control-Shift-T. Control shift T. If you want to do that now, since I'm the one talking, um, it should say Ron Miller is speaking. And that I found handy. If I'm in a meeting um, or in a class, I I think I've mentioned, I know I've mentioned it in past webinars. I've gone back to school. So uh, I'm in class meetings now where we're having conversations. And I don't know everybody's voices. And our company has actually got enough people. I don't know everybody's voices at the company, especially now that I've been out of the office since March of 2020. I don't I don't interact with people over coffee in the break room or anything. So there's there's people's voices I just don't know. <clears throat> and um and instead of saying, "Uh, oh, who's talking? Who's that talking? Who's that?" all I have to do is press that command and I can find out control shift and t all together. So that'll let me know who's actually speaking. Um again, it's a little thing But I I do use it, and I find it quite handy. If I want to leave the meeting, don't do this one now unless you're really tired of listening to me. But if you wanted to leave the Zoom meeting, you press Alt plus Q. And what happens when you press Alt Q is it puts you in a dialogue usually that says, are you sure you wish to leave the meeting? And you can tab to leave. They've got an option to leave leave feedback and um, the option not to leave the meeting. So if you've all just tried Alt Q and you're in that dialogue, you can you can tab to where it lets you stay in the meeting.
0: But if you're hosting, don't do that because do if you're that. hosting, everybody leaves the meeting. <laughs>
2: That's right. Yep. Uh, Kicks everybody into the cold. I have
0: done that on two to three occasions in the past, and yeah. I've known about it, but sometimes I you did. forget.
2: Yeah. Could I, oh, oh.
1: A, could I ask a question?
2: I think so. Did you raise your hand? No, uh, go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, can you also not hit escape and it'll get you out?
2: Yeah, you can. It'll, that'll usually take you. Escape is one of my best friends, right? That's my get out of jail free <laughs> button. So yes, I believe you can hit escape. I won't try that now because it will. It ends the meeting. That's kind of like back in the old days. If you remember when uh, three-way calling first showed up on telephones um, in the in the 80s um, or late 70s, if you lived in a really progressive place. And uh, you had all three of you talking away. And if the person who initiated the three-way calls hangs up, you were done. Um, My buddies and I used to play with that. We had uh, where I lived in Vacaville, California, up in Northern California. The other two people could actually talk for about six seconds um, before the switches all dropped and you were gone. So we kind of play with that. But, um, of course, now I know with my iPhone, if I add people to the call, if I drop out, they still have the call. It doesn't... uh, Wow! It doesn't kick them into. the closet. Fascinating
0: that you would remember that after all these years.
2: I was a geeky
0: kid, man. <laughs> I
2: I was the kid who, instead of knowing all the top forty tunes or the yep. top country western yep. tunes, I was listening to United States Air Force HF communications on my shortwave. Oh something. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was the geek, and and still am. Like you know, if you come to Miller's Manor, you won't. If you come back here, my wife's playing music out. In the uh, in the living room, I'm back here, and I've got um, still uh, military comms on HF, and and maybe a scanner running or something. Um, that that kind of works for me for music. Not now, of course, because then you guys all have to listen to that. Now, just so you know, there are a number of things which will show up in Braille um, when something pops, when an, when an event happens, um, and you will hear you will hear. Sorry, you will read things like uh, recording. If somebody starts to record the, the webinar, or the Zoom meeting, video will pop if that changes. Mute audio, we just went over. So that changes as well. Okay. So let's move on to another tool that you're seeing both in the workplace, home workplace, and in the classroom is uh, Google Drive, Google Docs, right? The Google workplace. It's hard to say Google fast like that. I mean, get, or at least I get tongue-tied. Too many Gs. But in this um, context, Google Drive can be the launch pad for your Google documents. Now, I will tell you right up front, I tend to want to work on uh, offline. I work in Word, my company still uses Office, um, but but just because we're doing that where I work doesn't mean you know everybody else is. And I'm, I'm talking to VI teachers and other people People in other offices and, and Google Docs is showing up in a lot of places. So let's talk about Google Docs for a minute. One of the things you need to know uh, is is how it works. Um because when you when you launch Google Drive and when you're in a Google Doc, and to a large extent when we're in Gmail, if you're if you're in the Gmail's web interface, um you have to turn off the virtual PC cursor. Okay, Um, so because you are um, you're using Google's term, uh, sorry, using Google's servers, everything they do with your document, all the editing you do and everything that all happens on their systems. And when I was back in the travel agency days, they talked about the back end. You know, we all had, um, you know, front-end stuff to book, air car and hotel, but everything happened on the back-end servers. And that's true here, too. It all happens at, you know, uh, Google Empire Incorporated, not at Google Inc. Um, I don't even know where their servers are, somewhere. And um, so when you go to Google Drive, which we're going to do in a minute, what you'll find is it's just a website, okay? And if you try and do commands, all the Google commands... Um, they won't work because regular Windows commands will happen. I'll just, you know, Google Chrome commands or whatever your browser happens to be. I'm going to be using Google Chrome. So you need to turn off the, the virtual PC cursor and you need to enable um, Google, uh, Google Drive's, Google Docs, um, screen reader support. Okay. And when you're reading a Google Doc, you actually have to enable Braille support as well, even if you're not using a Braille display to uh, <clears throat> To get all that working for you like you want it to, because everything is happening back on Google's servers. So, in essence, your PC is acting as a terminal. You know, if you're in Google applications, Docs or Sheets or whatever, you're you've got a terminal, uh, and everything's happening back at uh, at Google. So, um, it presents a web a web interface to you, and you you need to work with your uh, virtual PC cursor off. Okay. So let's move forward with this. We're going to talk about how to use or how to open Google Drive, how to start a document. So I'm going to launch in my instance, Google Chrome. i do this. Let me talk you through here.
3: Folder view, list view, VP 7 of 66. There's Chrome. Selected, about colon blank, new tab dash, Google Chrome, toolbar, address and search bar. Okay,
2: I'm going to press control L. Maybe, (laughs) let me, my search bar is up, I see.
3: Control L, toolbar, address and search bar, edit. Address and search bar,
2: control plus L. Thank you for repeating that so many times. Um, So the the address and search bar is up. And again, I press control L. We're going to go to drive.google.com. And again, that's drive singular, because in my notes I had written drives, uh, and that doesn't work. So drive.google.com.
3: Vete.google.com. Finish for selected
2: because I was practicing things earlier. I'll press enter.
3: Drive.google.com. Selected. Drive. Blank. My drive-google drive. Main region. Off. Suggested name rev-
2: Now thank you very much. So you heard the little pop. Forms mode turned on. I'm going to press virtual PC P chord on my braille display to go back to the virtual PC cursor. And then I'm going to press insert Z off to turn off the virtual PC cursor. So now I can navigate around
3: FS Braille coach shared Google drive folder row grid, 3d printing, tactile graphics, docs Word. I'm just just
2: arrowing down through my list of documents that I've created. A
3: new perspective on accessibility in STEM docs Word row.
2: Okay. So up and down arrow keys. Let me move through my, my word list. Um, and again, remember that, um, I've had to turn off the virtual PC cursor, okay? Mine did not turn off automatically. So um, I had to do that to let JAWS interact with, uh, with Google Docs, with Google Drive in this instance, okay? Um, but that would be the case in all of its productivity apps. So let's, let's open one of these, one of these documents. Um,
3: Focus Blue Braille displays an iOS March 2015.PPT PowerPoint row.
2: Mm-hmm. No, let's don't do that one.
3: Focus Blue Braille displays in iOS March 2000. Let's go back to where we a new perspective on accessibility in STEM.docs Word Row.
2: So I've got some .doc stuff in here. Um, you may guess that I like to export stuff to docs. I'll show you how to do that. Um, I don't want to go hunting for a file. So let's just create one ourselves. We're in Google Drive. I'm going to press the letter C, like Create a Document. New button menu. Okay, there's my new button menu. And what I'm going to do is arrow down.
3: C, menu, file upload.
2: And I'm, I'm using the left rocker bar to do that. You could do that with a .4 chord on your braille display. So we've got some options, file upload.
3: Folder upload. Google Docs submenu. uh
2: uh-huh, Google Docs. Let's do a right arrow here.
3: Leaving menus, new button menu.
2: Okay, and right arrow, of course, was done with a .6 chord six with space bar. So we've got a couple of options here. I'm in the new menu.
3: Menu from a template. Right,
2: just arrowed down once with the rocker bar. We can, we can create a document from a template. Now I don't have any templates saved, so we won't do that. Blank document. Or the ever popular blank document. I'm going to press Enter here.
3: Leaving menus. Untitled document dash Google Docs dash Google Chrome. Untitled document dash Google Docs. Off frame document content edit. Braille support enabled, type it to insert, type it to insert on page one.
2: So it told me Braille supports enabled, all the stuff that I said we need to do. uh, That's all done. Okay. But let us pretend for a moment that this is the first time you've done this. Okay. Um, So let's talk about how we would make sure you've got screen reader support turned on. Okay. Um, What you're going to do... And this is a toggle command. Um what you're going to do is press alt control z like zulu or z if you're not in the US. Control alt z. I'll do that now.
3: Toolbar, Chrome button menu escape. Oh, I figured
2: it, sorry. <laughs> Let's try this again. Control alt z. Alt control z.
3: Braille support enabled. Thank you.
2: Ah. Okay. So now it was enabled. I'll do it again.
3: Toolbar. Chrome. No, it doesn't like Escape. that. Escape. Okay. Frame. So Docu- I just,
2: I've got a bug. I've got to report because I can't do it using my uh, braille display keyboard. Alt control Z.
3: Braille support enabled.
2: Okay. So it's kind of a one shot. It's enabled now, but it's very important to have this turned on uh, when you open a document. Otherwise, things are not going to work right. So. If you don't hear that long string of stuff and screen reader support enabled, braille support enabled, uh, just don't panic. Just press control alt Z, at least for now, until we fix this bug, you'll have to resort to the QWERTY keyboard to do this. Okay, now how do we enable braille support? Okay, because that has to be turned on as well uh, in order for your screen reader to work properly, for JAWS to work properly. Um, This is true, as I said, even if you don't have a braille display okay it just that is it's just a fact that's the way it is um what you're going to do we're going to open up the tools menu and we'll talk a little more about menus in a minute but let's open up the tools menu we're going to press alt t for tools menu tools six of nine That was pretty fast got the tools menu and we're going to press c to get to accessibility settings to that dialogue c for accessibility
3: leaving menus Untitled Document-Google Docs. Heading level to Accessibility Settings.
2: Okay, here we are. So we're in Accessibility Settings, and I'm going to tab to the Braille Support checkbox. Let's tab. List with two items.
3: Turn on Screen Reader Support checkbox checked. Required for Braille Support and Collaborator announcements. Learn more about Screen Reader Support.
2: See, that really is important. I told you so.
3: Learn more about screen reader support. Link
2: there's a link if you want to read the article.
3: List with two items. Turn on braille support checkbox checked. Now it's Works checked with third here. dash party braille hardware. Yes,
2: thank you. So this is already checked because I've done this, I've been in and out of here a few times. Let's go ahead and tab to OK.
3: Turn on collaborator and turn on screen magnifier support checkbox not checked. So if you
2: want Work- to use a screen magnifier, let's say you're using Fusion. Which is a fusion of jaws and zoom text. So you'd want to have both speech and braille and screen magnification because you may be able to see enough to uh, to use that as well to your advantage.
3: Learn more about learn more link. Cancel button. Okay button. And we'll okay this. Space frame document read only application control.
2: Now you heard the pop. My virtual PC cursor is back on. Off. Let's make that go away. PC. (laughs) So virtual PC cursors back off. Now, once you've done this, once you've turned on screen reader support and Braille support, you should only have to do this once. You you should not ever have to do this again. Now, let's talk about working within this document. So in the document, um, navigation commands, basic navigation commands work the same as in other editors. Um, They are, they'll work the way you want them to, and I... Discovered I left a radio on in the background. My apologies. Hopefully you didn't hear that. It wasn't a bad thing, but anyway. So um, your your regular standard navigation commands for previous and next line, character, word, sentence, all that still works the same. Both whether you're using your QWERTY keyboard or your Braille display, you should be able to navigate around without any problem whatsoever. Okay. Let's talk about the menu bar. I said we'd come back to that. The menu bar is across the top of the screen, just like the menu bar that we've all known and loved for 20 plus years now. But if I press the alt key.
3: Toolbar, Chrome button menu, customize and control Google Chrome.
2: That's the Chrome stuff, right? If I arrow down.
3: Context menu, new tab control, new window, new incognito, window control plus shift plus N. Three of of
2: 19. Escape.
3: Frame. Document content edit. Off.
2: Off because PC cursors are or virtual PC cursors off. So pressing Alt by itself just doesn't do the trick. Okay. What you have to do um, is press Alt and then a, a letter like we did earlier with Alt T to get to the uh, the tools menu. Now let me give you what is often the keys to the kingdom here. If you press control slash, okay, or control forward slash if you will control slash
3: keyboard shortcuts dialogue
2: so you have a shortcuts dialogue getting
3: description search edit navig text form link view all in help center table with heading level 3 text formatting old
2: okay so we've got these tables that have these commands I'm going to press insert space space by T table to get me into the the table layer T. So Beginning of up row. Arrow, up arrow, down arrow to move vertically, and left and right arrows to move horizontally through the Text table. formatting.
3: Control plus B. So bold Column control two. Control B. Control plus I.
2: Row text formatting. Italics. italics. Column one. Underline. Text formatting.
3: Control plus U.
2: So Column two. Are you hearing a pattern here? Bold. Control B italics control i underline control u we won't go any deeper into this but those sound really familiar if you're used to using other editors so let's press h
3: paragraph formatting heading level three
2: okay so i want to do paragraph formatting bullets numbers those things
3: with objects heading level three just
2: pressing h to move down
3: editing heading level three navigation heading level three menus heading level three
2: menus okay so if i go here
3: file menu
2: i'm going to press our table layer again. Well, no, I won't. So, file menu,
3: Alt plus Shift plus F or Alt plus F.
2: Okay, so Alt Shift S F or Alt F for file.
3: Edit menu, Alt plus Shift plus E or Alt plus E. View menu, Alt plus Shift plus V or Alt plus V. Etc.
2: Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I won't belabor this too much, and you can press Escape. Remember, 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 Control Slash to get to these to these uh, keyboard commands. Escape. Escape.
3: Frame. Document. Read only. Application control. Document. Con-
2: Takes me back out. So, if I wanted to invoke a menu, and I do, I want to take us to the file menu for a moment. For file menu, I would press Alt F.
3: Menu file
2: one of nine. And I'm going to show you something that I tend to use if I get a Google Doc for somebody from somebody. Things are being shared. I've gotta, I've gotta work there. Um, my preferred place is is Outlook because that's where I work the most. Okay, um, and so I tend to grab stuff out of Google. Uh, documents that are shared with me, I grab them out of Google drive and I move them out. But here's what I can do with this. If I've opened up a document in Google docs, I'm in the files menu by pressing alt F. Let me down arrow.
3: Share S. New and black right pointing pointer sub menu. Open O control plus O. Make a copy. C. Download D black download. right pointing pointer sub menu. I'm going
2: to write pointing pointer because it's a sub menu.
3: Microsoft Word left paren dot docs right paren X.
2: My first choice to download this this as, is as a Microsoft Word document. Boy, is that a clumsy sentence? <laughs> uh, I can download it as a Microsoft Word document, which I would do. There are some other options. I'll press down arrow for a moment so you can hear what we've got.
3: Open document format left paren dot O-D-T right paren O. Rich text format left paren dot R-T-F right paren
2: R. Now, if you're carrying a note taker of any flavor, Rich text format is kind of the lingua franca of note takers going all the way back. Um, I think we first permitted it uh, or or accommodated it. PacMate for sure and maybe back as far as the millennium. Now I'd have to go look. But uh, everybody seems to be able to read rich text format for the most part.
3: PDF document left paren dot PDF right paren P. Plain text left parenthesis txt right paren t.
2: and the one that is spoken all over the realm, of course, is plain text dot txt. Uh, So we've got some ways to export these. Let me go ahead or download these. Let me go ahead and press escape. Escape, leaving menu. Okay, so that's as far as I'm going to take you in Google, uh, Google Drive, and Google Docs. And I, I told you this was just a teaser, right? So the other thing I want to tell you is we have a great set of webinars. The thing that I was going to try and post to the chat, I'm just going to tell you, okay, uh, so be ready. If you go to uh, our training page, right, freedomscientific.com slash training, um, go there, or you can just go to our just freedomscientific.com, arrow down to you see navigation, and then press enter to expand that, and you'll see training. You'll see um, services, and then training. In there, You can navigate by heading by pressing H and you'll hear um, webinars on demand. Go into the link that says webinars on demand and do a search for whatever you're looking for, docs, sheets. Okay. Um, I don't think we've done one on Google Slides yet. Uh, Hopefully we will soon. Also on Gmail, we have some great webinars that take you through these and show them to you really, really well. So, uh, you know, my, my teaser for today, I hope will have you, uh, have you moved to the um, uh, Have you moved to the to our training page and check out the webinars because they really are worth your time. One last thing on if you're in Google uh, Docs, remember, 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 Control plus Slash will get you the list of all the commands organized into nice, neat tables. And if you want to go to their help, <clears throat> their online help, you press Alt plus Shift plus H like help. Okay. I will take a moment and say, any questions?
1: We have one hand up for sure. Deborah Armstrong?
2: Oh, hey, welcome.
1: Would you like to talk?
4: Hello. How's it going? I'm good.
1: I could say
2: you again.
4: (laughs) You guys can hear me, right?
2: Absolutely.
4: I have two questions since I seem to be the only hand. Um, My first one is about dot patterns. I know I can set dot patterns for the um, invisible cursor, the JAWS cursor, the PC cursor. But I really want to set a dot pattern for the virtual cursor so I know when it's on or off. No way to do that?
2: You know what? I'd have to go look at dot patterns.
4: I have not found a way to do that, and I could really use it. So put it on your wish list.
2: Okay. How
4: um, often you use the invisible cursor as opposed to the virtual cursor? I
2: bit. I don't unless when I took scripting class, I did way yeah. back in the dark ages. You know, I know. When we, That's we the last powered time. our computers by kerosene. But I I I think the way at the time I didn't want I didn't want to change the dot patterns back then mm-hmm. because I didn't want to do the full cell and all that. Um, I made my invisible cursor not blink.
4: Ah, uh, yeah, that's it was a,
2: solid instead of blinking.
4: Yeah, well, if you find an easy way to know, especially nowadays, that the um, virtual cursor gets turned off, and that's my next question. There are a lot of web applications now that just kind of randomly switch off your web, uh, your uh, virtual cursor. Like you'll get this thing that says "menu collapsed." And you'll press enter a space on it, and the menu will expand, right. and your PC cursor will be on. You'll be able to t- uh, tab around in this little menu thing. But when you go to read the rest of the screen, you can't. It won't let you turn your your virtual cursor back on. Have you seen oh, this?
2: Yeah, it, it treats it almost as if you're in forms mode. So I all I have to do is is press the, uh, the plus or the... Um, yeah,
4: okay, I know the...
2: Purse, uh, cursor key. It's my, my, my muscle memory. I do. P, I know P what it on my you're Braille talking display. about. But
4: sometimes it doesn't turn the virtual cursor back on. You're like stuck okay. in forms mode.
2: I have. I have. I guess my the way I've always gotten out is by by forcing the PC cursor. Um, escape would be my other avenue. So that is one. I again. I don't have an answer. I can always go fire me an email so I don't forget. Okay, yeah. because I, I guarantee I'll forget. I got school in the evenings and work in the daytimes, and I'll forget. So just uh, rmilleratvispero.com, and I will, I
4: will... I'll send you an example of where you can...
2: Uh... Oh, that's be even better, because I can show that to the development guys who are back in the dark development cave. I and, uh, will they, show they, it to you. Thank they never you. get to come out, but they do good work, you know. All
1: right, back on mute.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Deborah. Anybody okay. else?
1: Jane is
4: next. Okay. dokie. Hi, um, I'm a a current student as well. And thanks to the focus, I have about five or six devices connected at one point Mm -hmm. (laughs) or another. Um, I remember in a previous community call, you explained um, the shift keys and that the left shift key was Windows and the right shift key was for JAWS commands. I just don't remember the... Community call it. I mean, you did
2: a couple. What is it you want to accomplish?
4: Um. Well, just to. Uh, oh, just the commands those? in general. <laughs> yeah, left shift is
2: is typically Windows. So, like, if you wanted to do copy, um, or or paste or cut, you could do you know left shift C, left shift V, left shift X. Um, if you want to invoke. You want to route JAWS to PC? You do right shift and a minus dot three six that kind of thing. But if you go to our web page and you go to um, uh, product, you go to support and product documentation, um, and then to our Braille displays, there is a document just like what you saw that we we just did for Drive, where you do control slash. Um, we've got a document JAWS Braille commands. And we keep that up to date, and it is organized, again, into tables so that you can you know, jump to the table for the thing that you want to do. And it gives you all of the commands in a, in a nice, neat format. Uh,
4: and another question for one-handed mode. Do How does the Braille in and the, all these controls, they all work in one-handed mode? They do.
2: Yeah, With the, with the Focus Braille display, you invoke one-handed mode. You can either do it from the configuration menu, or you can press, I do believe it is, um one, two three, seven, and a shift key um, and then the same to, to turn it off it's a toggle and um, once you have that in place, once you've invoked one-handed mode, it's really easy to use here's the thing to remember um, you always you always end whatever command you're giving it with a space, okay so you can press. Like if I wanted to do a P chord, I could press dot one and release, and say I've only got one finger to use. So I could press dot one, dot two, dot three, dot four. So there's my P, and then space. Now it's a P chord, and then one more space to actually send the command. Okay. So this is where people get tripped up. If I want to send a space, I would tap space twice. Right. The first space says I want to send a space. The second space says send it. Okay. So you can do any of those, any of those commands with the Braille keyboard. Just remember to terminate it with a space. Does that make sense? Oh, did I lose you? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how you do it. And again, if you've got more questions, you're free. You're welcome to email me as well. Okay. Anybody else?
1: Diane Scalsi. Diane you made okay. uh- Go
5: ahead. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Holly. Hey, darling. <laughs> oh, I've been there and done that. Um, you did fine. Um, I was I was going to say that I believe that um, ACB just has chosen not to turn the chat on ever. Okay. In webinar. Um, I because gotcha. I know we had people that used to ask about it during the convention, and it wasn't on for them either.
4: So, oh, no, no
2: problem. Yeah. I think where it comes into play, I was uh, we were doing an L Braille cast. Um, Larry, I think you might have been there for that and, and we were trying to use the chat. and I guess I guess in Europe or something, there's some laws that present if you're recording. Um, I think that's where that came into play. Yeah again, my,
0: plus my people memory. were using the chat to text each other while the presentation was going on.
2: And that would be annoying if you've got announcements turned on. And especially if <laughs> the like presenter
0: is cited and he sees people writing, this guy sucks, which I've oh, seen. I, I have seen, scene. yes, I've seen it happen. <laughs> so ACB decided for a number of reasons, let's just in- disable that. And so that's, yeah. so they did. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Now,
2: if that's, if it's that way, you don't have to chat. You can just tell me this is horribly boring and I want to chew off my... Oh pants. no, no, this is actually, I like <laughs> this. This is great. <laughs> so... We may have to do this twice. I've got more material. Um, let's. Do we have any more hands, or should we move on here?
1: Mary Hayes, go ahead.
2: Hello, Mary.
1: Mary uh-huh. Carla Hayes, i You can talk.
2: Oh, there you are. I hear your jaws talking. Can you hear me? Yes, Perfect. ma'am.
6: Oh, good. I was. It wasn't working. Um, anyhow, um, I hope this isn't out of the bounds of, of this seminar. But since you were talking about Google Google applications, mm-hmm. um, I'm teaching remotely, and they've set up a, a an email address, a school email address for me uh, on the faculty, and it's um you know it's one of these Google email yeah. um, places, and I do not. I'm having trouble accessing it i you know i have an outlook you know an outlook um email and this one is on you know some sort of a school gmail thing Mm and i'm i'm confused it's confused the heck out of me and i don't even know how to get my personal one i can do it on the touch plus with the personal one but i can't get the school one there and i'd like to be able to get them all everywhere you
2: know what i mean oh yeah so so you're not they don't let you just go into to gmail.com and log in
6: well i guess i i guess i need i can't get it to so so what do i do i i i log in with windows app. so let me go over here chrome untitled document untitled alt
3: f4 search control plus f button alt f4 mute currently unmuted alt plus a button zoom post attendee meeting controls
2: so here we go let's go over here windows we're going to go to chrome again because i had it i had i just killed our our unnamed document ch enter i'm gonna do my address again and um we're gonna go to gmail.com control l yeah
3: a i l com com enter gmail.com selected blank gmail so left paren for slow connections right paren (laughs) may
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I went ahead and connected us. I'm already logged in. Virtual okay? PC. But if you needed to log in, um, there there will be a, a login spot. And the school hopefully gave you a, a login and a password. And you would log in and use your password, okay, and then go to the login button, press space on it. Once you've done that, so, for example... Uh, Once you're there, I'll let you listen to mine. I'm going to just press, I'm at the top of the page. I'm going to press C chord.
3: Inbox left paren 7 right paren dash ronmiller1171 at gmail.com dash gmail.
2: So you now have my gmail address, ronmiller1171 at gmail.com. And I have seven messages. I'm in my inbox. So you're going to get to your inbox, Mary. um, Get your login info from whoever your contact is at the school because um, you'll go to gmail.com you'll go through the login steps just like you would with your braille note touch except instead of putting in your personal info your gmail info you're going to put in that that address and then the password they've given you okay once you're there you want to be um, you'll want to be in um, standard view okay let me get down to my uh, you actually gave me a great segue into where i wanted us to be um, so, you're going to go into into your your login, you're going to finish that, and you want to be sure uh, that you're in standard view. You don't want to be in basic HTML mode, okay? It, it used to be that that's what we wanted to be, um, but those days are gone. Google Accessibility has been working really hard. We've worked in tandem with them uh, to make sure that we, we are actually center. in standard view. A
3: real-time view of the moon. Watching
2: Crescent. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> don't know whose that was. Mine. Um, okay. And, um, Sorry, it's about right. fifty after, babe. Yep, I'm watching it. It's on okay. the display. I'll get us as far as we can go, and then everybody has to. You have one more
1: me. hand after Miss Miss Hayes, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I will take get a back to
1: what you're doing. I'm just letting you know.
2: Nah, you're good. Um, let's go ahead and take the question, and if we don't get to Gmail, maybe we do a part two on this.
1: Okay, all righty, um, Ms. Benson, go ahead.
5: Um, hi, Ron. Howdy. Um, nice to talk to you again.
2: I and know, I to have down. to
5: say, <laughs> okay, so you don't want us to go into basic view. When I go in with my on the web, I just can't. I don't want to see Hangouts and all that stuff. So right.
2: I um, and and that's a choice, but you I can't mean, take advantage of all of their commands. Because what you're going right. to do is be in standard view, and then you want to be. This has be, been
5: very instructive.
2: Um, I am glad. I was a little had a little bit of, of anxiety. Do I want to do that or not? Just because we're 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 cover, we're barely skimming the surface. There's so much to do. Um, but yeah, you want to go ahead and be in standard view. And so, for example, um, if you're navigating messages, if you're performing tasks, you want to press Insert Z, just like you did in, in, uh, in Docs. To turn off the, uh, the virtual PC cursor because they've got a whole bunch of, of embedded commands. They've got their own native um, uh, Gmail commands that you can use. And that's why you might want to be in standard view and, and be able to take advantage of that. Okay. Once you open up a message, you want to read a message, then you turn on your regular virtual PC cursor that gives you all the navigation commands, the keyboard commands. Okay. Does that make sense? I I
1: don't know what happened to her. I did not put her on. Um,
2: oh, violation! Allowed to talk.
1: I didn't take her allowed to talk away from her, and she's gone.
2: I overwhelmed her. <laughs> well, maybe she'll drop back in. So yeah, that that is where we want to be, though. You want to be in standard mode, and you'll want to do uh, you want to press Insert Z to turn off your virtual PC cursor, um, and that will let you be able to use their their own built in Google commands when you're in uh, when you're in Gmail okay if you're in the web interface okay um let's see if you want to navigate a, hmm?
1: I got her she's got her hand up
2: okay
5: i don't know what happened that was weird um, i know did you hear I'm any running I Windows that? 11 and I, they did give us a notification that there's a problem with Zoom and Windows 11 so i'm not surprised that uh anyway I, swear I, I
1: didn't do it ma'am
5: <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to tell you also yes that made a lot of sense okay i will go ahead and play with some of those commands uh, i also wanted to say that i'm really happy with the zoom things you did earlier um because i know there's a lot of people when they're even us hosting yeah. don't know a lot of that and oh, have unless you look it up Unless you've taken either Brian's course or you've, you know, played around with it or have the scripts, you have Mm -hmm. to have the scripts. But if you don't, you know, these commands are great. I love, you know, especially for the notifications and stuff. Uh,
2: Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you you what I'll do for anybody who wants at least my list. And it, it is by no means inclusive. I will give you the keys to the kingdom because you can find all of these things by pressing Insert H for hotkey help or insert W for Windows uh, embedded key help. Insert H and insert W when you're in the Zoom. Like right now in the webinar, you could do that and you'd hear the list of commands. And if you want to grab them and make a cheat sheet, with that open, you can do a control A and then control C to copy and go post, uh, print, um, paste it wherever you want it and remember escape to bring you back out. Okay
1: she's she's she can talk she can talk oh, if she wants to
5: i think oh i thought we were i thought we are were, you done yes. because i'll just, I'll I, just take are you good oh yeah. so i know that um i'm just oh, saying okay. that uh, i'm you know i know a lot of the it's it's hard to do you know insert h and then you have to go look mm-hmm. through all the lists and you have to go oh you know, yeah and for mm-hmm. me i'm a, i've been a long time user so i i love to explore Chat Bye. is
2: not my best friend in Zoom, and let me tell you, I went to a very knowledgeable person that that you you guys have seen around occasionally. Z Huang, he's a trainer out in California, and um, I access had ingenuity. To Zee and said, zi I'm going to be doing this. What do you? What's the great shortcut key to jump to the list of, of chat, you know, messages?" And um, Z said, "There is none," and I hadn't found any either. But I thought maybe there was something hidden. But all you do is if you do Alt H and then you want to see the list of what's already been posted, press shift tab a couple of times. It'll get you there much faster. Okay.
1: Myrna Vada, you're next.
2: All righty. Hey, Myrna. Myrna. Wait a minute. No. Yes. Nope. she's... And we have a few minutes left, so we're still good.
1: Yeah. No. Um. See, it's confusing to me. Hmm. Okay, Myrna Vada, go ahead. Hmm. I guess we don't have any more hands up. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> it's not a problem. Hey, so you guys, me- I
6: didn't raise my hand. Oh, oh I okay. thought you raised your hand. No, it was weird because. I don't know what I did to cause that.
2: You were
1: well, right there with all the
6: hand <laughs> I will say, Ron, <laughs> this is a great
1: presentation. This is a great presentation.
2: Well, I appreciate that. This would be another you, good one praise. for you, nowhere, Ron. Yeah, that's well. You guys call it, but uh, oh, all right. Hate to, hate to be Hey, Larry, I'm but,
4: calling uh, it. <laughs> so I'll write
2: it down. I'll talk, write it down. I'll talk to write somebody. I'll talk to somebody in charge.
1: Yeah. we will have okay. to do it
2: maybe after he does the other one. Yep. Yeah. And we can always discuss if you guys want this, so we can always trim it down too. Yeah. Hey, I want to tell everybody before we disappear, when you're in uh, Gmail, if you press question mark, you gotta, remember, you've got to have the, uh, the virtual PC cursor off. And then if you press question mark, you get a list of available keyboard shortcuts, just like we did when we did control slash in uh, Google Docs. So you press the question mark, right? and it's displayed like a web page, okay? So um, you'd have to press Insert Z to turn your virtual PC cursor back on when you're reading the list of command uh, keyboard shortcuts, okay? And it's, again, they're organized in tables. Each one has its own heading. That's why you want your virtual PC cursor back on, okay? And so you can Once you've got that on, you can press H to go by heading or T to navigate by table. And you can look at all these commands because there's just not time to go over all of them with you guys, okay? And then you press escape to exit that list of commands. So question mark to go to the list of commands. And again, it's not a list, it's a whole page organized in tables. And then escape to to get out of those. Okay, coming to the wire, any other questions?
1: Not that I see.
2: Okay. So let's see. What else can I tell you? I don't. There's not time. We were going to get into, to doing messages and working with folders and doing some other things. I was a little ambitious with this one. <laughs> um, so this would
1: definitely you'd have enough material to visit it twice.
2: Oh, I suspect so. Cool. So let me tell you one thing. If you have gotten off into other folders and stuff, um, you can press the letter G for go, and you can go to the inbox by pressing G and then I. Okay, and I just did it, and I'm already there, so it didn't really take us anywhere. Um, so I've got my first message. G.
3: Unread. Ron Miller. A message to search for. 2.10 p.m. <laughs> did
2: you Ron- well, because I was going to show how to search for messages, so I've got a message <laughs> to search for. Well, see, you remember, my forgetter is better than my memory, so I had to make it a title I could remember. If I up arrow, <laughs> nothing, but if I down arrow. Unread.
3: Ron Miller. Demo message. My 2.08 demo message. p.m. So th- remember,
2: I said press enter. Main
3: region. Demo message contains text
2: con and remember to read the message. I've got to turn my virtual PC cursor back on, oh. on. and then I can read through here.
3: Inbox button remove list heading 208 PM left paren heading. heading level three Ron Miller.
2: So I could have pressed H to get to the heading at the top of my message
3: 208 PM left paren not start checkbox not check reply button more button Me to me. Show details button menu
2: to me because it was sent. To me
3: <laughs> reply more. This is a demo message. Feel free to delete it.
2: Okay, and then I can press I've read it and I can press I can do insert Z off to turn off the PC cur- the virtual PC oh. cursor. Then 25 G seconds followed by I and it takes me right back to my message list. Okay, G demo H. Okay, so there we have it, right? Thank you, Ron. Good stuff
1: Thank you so much, Ron. It was really interesting. And the best thing about the control um, shift T, I never knew that. All right. Thank you so much.
2: Take care,
6: everybody.